This week we discuss a movie where a woman wreaks havoc across the multiverse on a quest related to parenthood. Doctor Strange and wait, I'm sorry. Um everything everywhere all at once. I'm Chad. And I'm Matt. You're listening to episode 59 of We used to talk about this at work. back in action um friend of the show rachel's here too we're not gonna do pomp and circumstance hello so um i'm not sure if you had a chance to listen yet but matt's parents were on the episode last week i have not yet okay and before we hit record i was like all right guys out of respect because you know you guys are my elders i'm gonna not curse and i was like man we had a really good episode. I didn't say any curse words. So I'm re- I'm listening to the episode during the edit and I'm talking about Top Gun and I'm saying fucking and shit. And I was like, oh, that just that just slid right on out my mouth. So that's a thing that happened. So is that going to change the way you do podcasts now? You, are you still going to try not to curse when you're with elders? No, no. I, I, I try to make a concerted effort not to do that. And I did it. It happened. I'm moving on. Exactly. They, don't worry. They've listened to the podcast. They know what kind of mouth you got. No, I know. I know they listen to it every week. I'm just saying <laughs> that was that I was trying to do like a personal like goal for myself and I failed. That's what I'm saying. I understand that because <laughs> you do majority. Of, you do majority of the talking with everything. So you, you talk more. I think the only time I ever not cursed was when uh, I was on. Francis podcast. That's funny. That is funny. And I'd have to. I'd have to do. A, I don't have to do a lot of talking. <laughs> yeah, you didn't do a lot of talking. You're right. <laughs> um, welcome back, Rachel. So Thanks. this is your third official episode, and you did a bonus episode with me. So we're gonna count that as four. And I remember a few weeks back on the episode Matt did with Laurent where Laurent was saying that he was one of the most um he's been on he's he he's had a lot of guest appearances uh which is true because he's had four if i if my math is correct and at this time um Josh our cousin Josh is leading the charge with five so Right now, it's anybody's game between you and Laurent to, you know, overtake Josh. Oh, so are we tied for second right now? You two are, yes. Nice. Just so... got to get past Josh then. <laughs> right, you know, move, move that needle. But anyway, uh, what's been up with you, lady? Um, not too much. Working and watching more stuff, um, as I usually do, so... Um, yeah, not too much, but, um, Star Trek Strange New Worlds, if anyone's seen that one, that was a really good watch. I've been keeping up to date with that one. Um, you can see it on Paramount Plus and I've been really enjoying that because I've seen, well, 
I wouldn't consider myself a Trekkie, but I've seen the original and I've seen some of the new generation and I've seen the original movies and I've seen the new movies. So I just like that universe in general and I'm really liking this new show. So I would recommend it to people. What is this show about? So it's about Captain Pike, who was captain on the Enterprise before Captain Kirk became captain. And so far... We haven't seen Kirk come aboard yet. It's just been Captain Pike. And we do see Ohura. She's on board already and Spock's on board already. But the rest of the team still hasn't come together yet. And so I've seen the first two and Spock's dad is part of the crew. Sorry, um, Kirk's dad is part of the crew. Oh, yes. Yeah. But um, yeah, uh, so I uh, are you are you into Star Trek at all, Matt? No. Are you familiar with any of Star Trek? I like, know uh, some characters. Like, yes. you know Captain Kirk and all that stuff, right? Yeah, Spock and the guy with the things on his eyes. Oh, yeah. Jordy oh. LaForge. He's from Next Generation, yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I mean, and also, I know they made a new one with the new movies with Younger people, but no, yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah, they made three new movies. Uh, yeah, but the uh, Strange New Worlds is pretty good. Uh, Strange Worlds, um, basically, um, Star Trek as of late, they've been doing it where it's like, oh yeah, as we watch TV now, right? Where it's like one big story, mm-hmm. and this show is trying to get away from that and just do like classic Star Trek, where it's like none of, not saying none of this matters, but it's like. We're, we don't have a grand overall plot. It's just like every episode is a mission of the week, you know? We're just going to have some fun. Mm-hmm. So it's it's on a streaming service, so it's not like you can j- be like, well, I'm, uh, I missed last week's episode, but I can watch this one because like, it's literally right there at your fingertips. But um, it's pretty mm-hmm. good. It's pretty good so far. It's just time is never on my side, and so like that's the only reason I'm behind. But it's a good show. Yeah, I like that they've been doing it you know, like previous Star Treks where it's one mission at a time, like one mission per episode. And then you still kind of get the character building, but um, but you can start and stop and not have to worry about what happened last episode if you don't want to. Um, so I was also watching Sweet Magnolias on Netflix, which I'm not sure would be either of your type of thing, but it kind of reminds me of like a cross between one tree hill and heart of dixie because it's like a small town southern there it follows three um adult best friends who are from the small town and their lives and kind of their friendship bond keeps the show together and then they also have a storyline for their kids so there's like an adult storyline there's a younger storyline and um it didn't have as much, like, comic relief as I was hoping, but it's still pretty good. Um, it has been renewed for season three, and I'll plan on watching season three, so. So, my question on this show is, like, I know, like, it's three friends, and it's, like, two white women and a black lady, and you said it follows their kids, and they're in a small town. Does the black lady have a biracial child or did she hook up with the only other black person in town that's not related to her? 
She doesn't have any children, and she hooked up with a white guy. Ooh, okay. Or at least that's what you know in the beginning. I'm not going to spoil any endings. So we we out here being progressive. I see you, Netflix. Okay. And while we're on the uh, topic of Netflix, you're you're about to watch The Karate Kid? Yes. I'm seeing the musical before it goes to Broadway next weekend. So they're kind of doing a test run in St. Louis. Um, And I'm going to go with my mom and grandma. So I really need to watch the original movie because I've never seen it before. And then I'm really looking forward to the musical because I love musicals. Are you going to watch the uh, newer version of The Karate Kid? Cobra Kai or Jaden Smith? Oh, yeah, that's Jaden Smith. I've seen like bits and pieces of it, and I don't think I have to see that before the musical because I think the musical is just based on the original. So unless someone recommends it to me, I'm just gonna just gonna skip it and watch the original. I would argue against watching the movie before watching the musical because you know the musical is probably just gonna be a rehash of the movie, but with songs. That's true, but I kind of like being able to compare them. That's my thing. Like, I always like having read the book before seeing the movie. I always like having seen the movie before I see the musical. So I have something to compare it to. Although, I guess you could argue that might, like, decrease how much I like it if I don't like how they changed it. So. Yes. That's your point. Yes. Yeah, that is a good point. But I'm still gonna watch it. Can they make a musical out of anything? They have. Cause now I'm thinking, right? Cause I'm like, they're making a musical of uh, the Curl of Purple, and that's, like they that, made yeah, musical that, that's out of, already like, been a musical yeah, for that's... some time. Oh, oh, I'm thinking like they made music about happy movies, sad movies. Has there been a musical about a horror movie? Carrie the musical. Yeah. What is that about? That's that Stephen King story about the girl with the uh, the uh, psychic powers, like you know that famous scene at the end where they dump pig's blood on her at prom. Oh, Carrie. Yes. Yeah. Oh, they said. I think you said Harry. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, oh wow. The singing make it less. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Serious. It's the tone. It it all depends on the tone, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, there's some stuff that's like really, you know, some of the songs can be super serious and shit and other songs can be just fun and happy. So it just depends on the tone that they go for. And I think not all musicals are happy. Like I've seen depressing musicals before or like darker musicals. Yeah. Like, have you seen? Well, I was going to ask if you've seen this, but talking to Matt, but I know you haven't. Sweeney Todd. No. Is that the one with I've seen the movie? Yeah. Is that the Barber movie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've seen that, yeah. I'm, I'm very surprised. Did you not realize it was a musical? Do you, were you No, tricked? I didn't know when I was winning. No, yeah. I was yeah. surprised. <laughs> yeah, you were tricked. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and then Rachel was telling me, um, what was that one you were telling me about that's coming to Chicago this summer? Oh, The Devil Wears Prada. The musical. The musical, yep. <laughs> Wait, have you seen that movie, Matt? I love that movie. Yeah. yeah. I love that Such movie. Such a good movie. I guess since I've never seen a musical, I'm always intrigued of how do they make this into a musical? It it honestly like I personally feel like 
you need to have either never seen the original or you need to be kind of removed from it because I've seen Mean Girls the musical and it's the same thing. It's just got some songs. Oh, they have a Mean Girls as a musical? Yeah, they do. It's yeah, legally legal. oh, sorry, blonde is a musical. Like, there's so many movies yeah. that have become musicals. So, like, it's what are you saying about? What are you gonna say about um? So, uh, mean Girls. What, so, how, like, with Mean Girls, it's like that's a movie I've seen so many times. Like, I know that movie really well. Like, as mm-hmm. we're all millennials, like we know those quotes in and out. And so, basically, to see them go through the same beats of the movie, it's like, why? Why am I here? You know. All right. But then I'm just going strictly off Mean Girls. But was when they sing that Christmas song, that had to be rocking though, right? I don't even remember that part because, like, <laughs> that's not a part that I like. So I, I I have a few of the songs in my like uh, playlist, and like that's not one of the songs in my playlist. Is that, that song sense. even in the musical? I'm not sure. I mean, I feel like they would have to have put the it in Christmas there. Part, that's probably. In but there. they. It has to be. I feel like it has to be. But I, I hear you. Like, um, I saw Pretty Woman at the Fox, and I've seen that movie, like, plenty of times, and it's just so ingrained in pop culture that when you see it done, like, another time, and it's different, it's kind of like, mm, yeah, what are we doing? I'd here? rather be watching the movie or, like, just not watching this. I mean, it was it was a good time, but I hear what you're saying. But on the flip side, like, and this is just my personal preference. I saw Beetlejuice for the first time, like, maybe five or six years ago, and I didn't like it. But I saw the musical, and that shit is so good. I, I feel like the musical is leagues of better, leagues beyond the movie. But that's also because I don't like the movie. Yeah, that makes sense. I've seen a couple like that, too. I haven't seen Beetlejuice in so long to have an opinion on it, but, like, I can see what you're saying. Or, like, um, Spamalot, Monty Python, they combined, like, the best elements, I think, of the movies into the musical. So I thought that was still worth seeing. I've never seen that. It's pretty funny. Yeah. But, yeah. Moral of the story, Matt, go to a musical. They're not always happy-go-lucky musicals, but everyone just uh, assumes they are because they have music in them. I'll see if I can check out a Japanese musical while I'm out here. There you go. Or when you come back, um, you know, well, well, the three of us go. You know what? The four of us go. Me, you, Rachel, and, Yas- uh, and your wife. <laughs> She's been on the podcast before. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Slip of the tongue. But speaking of the wife, um, we went out this weekend for some outside fun. We went kayaking. Um, are you like outdoor people? Do you be kayaking and snow jet skis and hikes and stuff like that? Are you outdoor people? Well, um, you both know I'm not a person of the water. So those specific things, no. Yeah, I can't. Rachel, I can't do most of those things. Can I you could, not? Can you not swim? I can. Are you like me? I can swim. Oh, okay. Just rub it in my face. But okay. I mean, <laughs> but I mean, I wouldn't. I don't think I'd be able to like water ski or 
some of those other things. I could go on a hike. I'd be really slow. I could but... hike like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never done any of that stuff before. But uh, we got invited to, or a lady I work with showed me uh, that they have kayaking only for 150 yen. So I was like, I definitely need to jump on that. What is that in and... uh, American currency? Less than a dollar fifty. What? Yeah. So I was like, we was that was my fan, that was my same uh, expression. I was like, wait, really? And she was like, yeah, it's like off the beaten path or whatever. And I was like, yeah, they give you everything for that amount. And she was like, yeah, I was like, like life jackets and all that stuff. So she was like, yeah. So then she was like, oh yeah, her her daughter gonna go out this weekend, and um, if you want to go, so asked the wife and everything. She was like, yeah, we rode out there. It was like 150 yen per person. So we ended up spending 480, which is less than $5 for all of us to go for two hours. That's insane. Yes. Oh, that's, yes. that's really good. So, but this is like, I've never done, like, I've been on a boat before. My parents used to own a boat back in the day. You, used to you, go you're, to, you're a Navy person, yes. Yes. And also, I've lived on a ship for over six years yes so but i've never kayaked or any of that stuff so that was my first time it was nice it was relaxing out there on the on the ocean um it was good so i was like the wife was like oh we should get a kayak and stuff i was like what the fuck are we gonna where are we gonna put a kayak at you're gonna put it on top of your car we have a little ass car <laughs> we don't have a big <laughs> car like a you'll put a bicycle on or whatever so i was like what I mean, unless I haven't done any research on this, unless they make like a some kind of foldable kayak or something. <laughs> that feels that feels <laughs> like it could no be room for this. Feels like it could be dangerous. Right, but it was nice though. It was my it was our first time out there. Also, little guy was out there. He don't swim. He can't swim. But um, he had his life jacket on and everything. We all had a good time. He wasn't filled with fear. That would be my worst nightmare to be out there on a small think and just surrounded by water i would be so afraid you wouldn't trust the no. boat or the life jacket no because like i'm at the point where it's like i know like naturally humans float but i know that but when it's going down my brain is not going to think about that right but what do you mean what do you mean naturally humans float isn't that what they say? Like, uh, as long as like you don't struggle and go with it, like you'll float. Isn't that what they say? Fuck no! Who told you that? That's a lie. Oh, I thought I, that, that's something yeah, I've that's heard. That's not true at all. Okay. No, like when you say float, like you mean floating <laughs> on your back. If you just lay back, you're not. There's a prop. There's a way. You have to do something in order for you to be able to float. Well, that's what I mean. Like if you just relax, you're gonna sink. You have to like tilt your head back a certain way and do it a certain way. You're just not going to like, as long as I relax, I'm going to float. No, that's not true. See, in one of the many, well, not many, but like a few, there's been a few times where people have been like, I'll teach you how to swim. And they're like, just relax, Chad. You're going to naturally float. And I'm like, okay. And Re Relaxing is like 95% of the process. If you relax, it's, a, it's so much easier to do everything, but it's not just relaxing you're fine relaxing is 95 percent. once you do that then the rest is easy to do but it's not the whole thing that's what i'm trying to say okay that makes sense yeah right because when you're struggling and stuff and then you're not gonna be able to do anything after that 
what I'm trying to say is like I just would not be comfortable surrounded by that much water in the current right. with the current level of swimming that I know. That makes sense. Um, right. But if with the life jacket, like I understand if you didn't have a life jacket, but if the life jacket, that one, you don't do anything, it's going to keep you afloat. So if you just don't do anything, the life jacket's going to at least keep your head afloat. Hey, man, I hear you saying those words. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so from what I understand, um, Matt, it's Morbin time? That's what I hear. Uh, well, before there was Morbin time, there was, uh, I guess, it did bad at theaters. Morbius, sorry. Morbius did bad at theaters. And you know how the internet be, and they did what the internet does, ended up re-releasing Morbius. Excuse me? Because I guess the internet, yeah. The internet re-released The internet re-released it? Or the, the-, the-, the studio re-released it? The, the studio re-released it because, you know, people were talking about it, how like, oh, they didn't see it because of this or it's really not that bad and X, Y, and Z. So they edited it and then re-released No, it? no, no, no. They just, they just, no, like they, it was released and then, you know, it did its stuff, made its money. And then, it, you know, I, I, I do not away. believe it made its money. Like, let's, let's, let's call a spade a spade. Oh. Well, it it was out in theaters, yes. <laughs> it was it was out in theaters. It did its thing, you know. Once that time runs out, they start taking it away from theaters. But the internet did was on this thing where like it's it's not as bad as people make it out to be. Or I didn't see it because of this and like different. It was like uh, reasons why it didn't make move. It didn't make money. So then the theater re released it. Oh, so there was kind of like speculation around it. So they released it re-released it so that people could go see for themselves i feel like right putting okay. it back in theaters would have would have cost them more money than they would have made from these new screenings i feel like that's what where the story is going to end okay so yeah they re-released it and it resulted in eighty five thousand dollars. right which is horrible right right like, I don't know why they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, the the people are, are, are clamoring for this. Like, no, this is a fucking joke. Am I a joke to you? Yes. Right. I don't know what uh came out on that day, but it was like, uh, like for example, you know, when 9-11 happened, that was a day that Jay-Z dropped his album, right? Right. And then Zoolander came out. Zoolander 2? 1 or 2? Two? 2 came out that day. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it came out that day, so it was like there was something else that took precedence over that one, right? right? So I don't know what else came out when Morbius came out, where the theater thought, "Oh no, we can uh, recoup this." There was it was like a distraction on that day, but no. But Chad, have you seen this movie? Absolutely not. No. Have you seen ha- Have you seen Morbin? I have not. I, I want to see it. I want to see it just because people keep saying how bad it is. No, I'm good. Like I. Um... Courtney um, was on a episode a billion years ago. He sent me a tweet from uh, Jared Leto's uh, Twitter where he was reading a script, and um, he's like, "Oh no, nah, y'all can't see the y'all can't see what I, what I, uh, what I'm about to be in." And then the camera panned over to it, and it was, it was uh, Morbius too. It's Morbin time, and I was like, "That's yeah, really funny." That. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I have no urge to see that movie is it because of what people said like when you first saw the trailer were you like all right i'm not seeing it at all or yes. were you just like 
uh, once you heard it, what everybody else said, they're like, I, I don't want to see this. I wasn't feeling it from the trailers. And it's like, I don't really care for what Sony's doing now. Like, I didn't like Venom 1, so I didn't see Venom 2. And I saw the trailers, all the trailers for Morbius, and I was like, I'm good on this. This is a Sony thing? Yeah. Oh, never mind. I don't need to see this. What? what you uh, you think mind. You think Disney putting some bullshit out? That's Well, you know, when you hear Marvel, I guess my body automatically goes there. So I was like this. And my mind kept thinking, ah, this is the weakest one Marvel's done. Uh, no, but it's the other Marvel. Right. <laughs> uh, well, never mind. We don't need to see this. Okay, never mind. I'm never going to watch this Cut now. this whole segment. I, I thought it was something. <laughs> I thought this was something like, oh, I need to watch this, you know, so I know what's going on in the future storylines. No, but nah, no, this, you, this, you good. No, then okay, you we good. good then. Yeah, erase. Yeah, we could. Uh, no, I mean, I'm not. Guys. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna delete it. But no. <laughs> no. Um. So also, uh, in the group, one of the many group chats that we belong to, you finally caught up to 2019, huh, Matt? Is that when this came out? Yes. Um, when I was on, uh, <laughs> I almost said when I was on TDY, when I had to uh, relocate for um, this current job I'm at, um, it came out that summer. And so I was watching it and I genuinely thought we talked about this. Like, oh, you probably have, but you know how shitty my memory is. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm taking the lead here. No, I thought you was gonna segue me in. Segue me in. Well, this is the segue. We're in. We're we're uh-huh. past the segue. We're uh-huh. in it. Uh, right. Well, we're talking about the boys, and um, I don't know. Just lately, I have been um, going back and remembering old movies or old TV shows. They're like, oh wait, I heard people talking about this. That's how I started watching um, Dave before, hmm. and then um, I seen something was like us. Oh, I think it was you, Chad. You sent a, a meme in, and you were like, uh, "About Boys Three and how you're not watching the Boys Three. You'd rather watch." Uh, no, that's that's not uh, what, that's not what the meme was. So it was a riff on "It's Always Sunny on Philadelphia," and the scene, uh, Dennis, he's laying like poolside, and he sees um, an attractive woman, but over the attractive woman is the poster for the Boys Season Three. And then in the next panel, um, somebody that's sitting right next to him, like, leans up in front of the attractive woman. And it is uh, Miss Marvel because that premieres next week. And he says, lay back down because he'd rather see the boys three than Miss Marvel. Oh, I took it the other way around. OK, got you. <clears throat> oh, so you rather see the boys two or Miss Marvel? No, I just thought it was funny. Like, obviously, I'm going to watch both. I haven't seen the boys season three yet. Because once more, time is never on my side. But uh, I will be watching it on Wednesday. And I was talking to Rachel about this. And uh, I was like, you ready for that new Marvel show? And what did you say, Rachel? I was like, what? Yeah, you got more shit to watch. Yeah. You I got mean, more I shit to watch before Thor in July. <laughs> uh. But yeah. That reminds, me of that, that reminds me of that meme where you say, uh, where it's like 20 years down the line. Kids gonna have to watch three thousand movies and yep. catch up to the new newest Marvel movie to understand everything. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So you got six hours of um, preteen content to watch before you can watch Thor: Love and Thunder. So have fun with that. Thanks. I think. <laughs> thank that. Thank that mouse, not me. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Disney. Yeah. 
So yeah, I'll I'll be watching it next week. I'll be watching Obi Wan. I'll be watching the boys. Those will be the shows that I'm watching. We we will probably well we can't talk about the boys because you're in season one. How are you liking the show so far? I like it. It gives me a um, gives me a. What was that cartoon? Last year, year before it was supposed to, it was really violent. Um, it was based off a comic book. Invincible. Yes, it gives me an invisible type of vibe where, you know, the superheroes, um, basically, if you've never seen the boys, it's basically superhero world where you have your quote unquote Justice League and, you know, they're out doing it. But it gives you the behind the scenes where, you know, Superman ain't doing this stuff for free. Um, um, There's always agendas and everything with Homelander is the Superman of this show and I like it. it. gives me uh, it gives me those invisible types of eyes, especially at the very beginning where A Train, he's like a, the Flash, and he just runs through a woman in blood and guts and all this stuff. But yeah, it's pretty good, pretty good. I'm only on episode four, but I really enjoyed it. So, have you seen? The I'm show? late to the game, but I'm here. I have not. Okay. Um, I like the show a lot. Um, the, this is, I haven't read the comic, but I'm familiar with some things that happen in the comic. And the thing that kind of ticked me, not ticked me off, but I, I felt weird about this universe is that there aren't any supervillains. And I'm like, if you have superpowers, why is every person with superpowers like, yep, I'm going to work for this. I'm going to work for a corporation. I'm not just going to steal shit. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. They haven't got too many villains. So I guess there is no super villains. Right. Hmm. I mean, yeah. Stuff is going to happen as you proceed with the series. But as it stands, when the show starts, there are no super villains. So what uh, are they? They're just fighting regular people. So it's like a super, oh. super one-sided fights. Like... And I think it's the first episode they stop a bank robbery and it's just regular people. Like, mm-hmm. so it takes like, it could have only one person could have showed up. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, I, I don't know. One thing I don't like about it. I don't like how, I mean, is this supposed to be, uh, what's what I'm looking for? A parody of DC's? Um, they touch on both sides. Because I'm like, okay, we understand Superman and like in the girl, she even dressed like Wonder Woman, right. and then uh, Aquaman. So I'm like, is uh, is this just supposed to be a parody of it? Yeah, it's, I'm it's, think, it's, I haven't it's... met any other superheroes <laughs> with that's not a DC one. It a gonna, DC power, I mean. They're gonna hit both sides of it, and um, yes, the show is commentary. Okay, and there is something that is like absolutely brilliant that they do in season two. There's like a very overt parody of Avengers Endgame. Um, you know that scene in Endgame when all the ladies like step up and they're like, oh yeah, girl, you know, girls doing shit, right? And so like, mm-hmm. I've said this on the podcast and like, I don't think anybody's, no one's ever said anything to me, but they use the phrase girls get it done in like in their parody because that's basically what they're doing. And like, it's commentary on like, it's not, it is making fun of the situation, but it's like being very serious. It's like, 
this is what you're doing right here is pandering but we will we can also show you how to not do this how to do this and not pander to people got you so okay. like it's got some really good commentary in it chad what have you been up to so um i i, I did some errands today and uh, um i today i'm wearing my uh my playstation t-shirt and so i'm like you know uh -huh. you know i'm trying to feel a little cute you know you know you know, let the world know I'm a gamer. I'm, I'm not really. I, I can't tell you the last time I, I touched a controller. But um, and so as I'm uh, walking and uh, walking towards my home, one of my neighbors is like, oh, cool shirt, man. I was like, thanks, brother. And he's like, you got that PS5? And I was like, I heard him. But I was like, what'd you say? He's like, you got that PS5? So I had like a split second to be like, yeah, man, I got that PS5. And be like, is this brother gonna rob me or be like nah brother i don't have that ps5 and you know going with my life so in that split second i was like yeah he's like oh yeah that's cool man and he walked his way and i walked into my home but then i was like this man's gonna <laughs> this man is gonna rob me he's like okay i know the next mark i'm gonna hit exactly exactly so uh rachel i'm gonna need you to take my ps5 for safekeeping <laughs> Don't play it, okay? Because that shit's mine. I wouldn't know where to begin. <laughs> but yeah, so I was like, that's why well, I, I put myself in a situation, but whatever. Um, but yeah, man. So last weekend, um, you know, Netflix was basically broken because Stranger Things 4 Part 1 came out. And I have to say, this has been the best season of the show so far. Excuse me. Oh, really? Yeah, um, <clears throat> not just from like, oh man, like the big bad of who they're fighting, but just like, so just to roll back, I thought season one of Stranger Things was like super good, super great, but I feel like a big misstep that they had was that Stranger Things should have been the American Horror Story of Netflix, and are you familiar with American Horror Story, Matt? Yes. So basically, I feel like every season should have been a different story with different characters, but some of the same actors. That way you don't mm -hmm. have to run into the issues of like them getting older each season. And like you guys are supposed to be in high school, but some of you guys look college age and some of you guys still look like you're in middle school. Like you could have just really played with that. But they decided to mm -hmm. do one continuous story. And I'm like, OK, sure. But. Something I don't like is like in season one, you know, they they've established like there's monsters and all this stuff, and yeah. So in seasons two and three, the characters are separated, and it takes them so long to realize like stuff is going down to where they come back together and compare notes so that they can stop whatever's happening. But like uh -huh. in episode two, you know, they're like weird shit is happening. And we need to get to the bottom of this. So, like, the rest of the season, they're working on how to stop what's happening instead of shit's happening while they're doing other stuff. So, yeah, like, okay. in, in my opinion, like... They learned. They, they learned. Finally, yes. So, like, they hit the ground running with this season. And so, like, that's, like, why I say this is probably the best season of the show. Because, like, it doesn't feel like there's wasted time. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Are you a Stranger Things person, Rachel? No, I, I haven't really been following it. Like, I know a little bit about it, but not not really. Not your cup of tea? Um, 
I, I didn't think <clears throat> I would like it, and then I kind of heard people saying more about it, and I was like, maybe I should have given it a shot, but yeah, I haven't picked it up yet. You would probably like it. Probably. Probably. What What's your hesitation? Well, I mean, it's got elements of shits that you would like. Like, um, it's got like some heartfelt stuff. Um, got some adventure. You would probably like it. Okay. Yeah. Um. Also, I caught um <clears throat> South Park: The Streaming Wars on Paramount Plus, and um, this is one of the many South Park movies that um the creators of the show agreed to do for Paramount Plus. And so let me give a little background with this, first of all. Uh, so a few years ago, um, the South Park guys, they made a deal with HBO Max to have all of South Park plus any future episodes that aired on Comedy Central into 2025 exclusively on HBO Max. Now, the thing with this is like Comedy Central is owned by Paramount and they now have a streaming service and they're like, we can't even put one of our flagship shows on our platform until 2025 because you made this HBO deal. But, you know, they can't they can't, you know, put any of the stuff that's airing on TV. So they made a new mm-hmm. deal with the South Park guys to where the show's extended for X amount of seasons, but they also have to make so many movies exclusively on Paramount Plus. Uh so that's the way they get it. So that way HBO can't get those specials. And so the Streaming Wars special, it is not necessarily about streaming TV shows. Like in the storyline, like South Park has a drought. And so farmers, they get extra water. They they, they aren't restricted by the drought like normal citizens. So um, they can um, sell their excess water to uh, to citizens. But the only thing is you have to prove that your water reaches the uh, the main pocket of where uh, South Park gets their water from. So they have they 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 um, they hired uh, Stan and Token to like make these little boats to show that they are they're floating where they need to go. And so the streaming uh-huh. wars is these boats going down the stream. But they are actually talking about like streaming TV shows because on the show, Stan and Tolkien, they overexert themselves like the real South Park creators where they're like, oh, yeah, we'll totally work for you and do this. But then somebody else is like, I'm going to give you a whole bunch of money for you to just do this one thing for me. And so, like, it's commentary on, like, how, like, they're making the boats, but, like, they're starting to make them shittier and shittier because, like, they just have to get through their contract. And so they're like, they're like, it doesn't fucking matter how bad this shit is. Like, the people are just gonna take it. Like, we just have to put this shit out here. We we got to get the job done. It it nobody said this had to be good. We just have to do it. Right. And so right. it's some really good commentary. <laughs> I'll watch it today then. Um. But yeah, that's the that's all I've been watching. Um. You guys ready to do this thing? Ready. Let's rock and roll. This week we discuss everything, everywhere, all at once. Evelyn, I'm not your husband. I'm another version of one from another universe. I'm here because we need your help. Very busy today. Uh, no time to help you. Across the multiverse. 
seen thousands of Evelyns. You can access all their memories, their emotions, even their skills. There's a great evil spreading throughout the many verses. And you may be your only chance of stopping it. Don't make me fight you. I am really good. I don't believe you. A Chinese immigrant is swept up in an insane adventure where she alone can save the world by exploring other universes connecting with the lives she could have led. Alright, so Rachel, since this is not your first rodeo, you do not get to go first. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Matt, what did you think of this movie? It was a wild ride. It was a wild ride. Um, As I was on this ride... There was ups and there was downs. And then I started thinking, like you said on the intro, is this just a bootleg <laughs> Doctor Strange in the multi? I was like, what, what are we doing here? Is this something that like they came up with years ago and, and then Marvel just took it from them? I mean, techni- te- technically, this movie came out first. Well, not technically. It did come out first. It came out like two or three weeks before Doctor Strange. Right. So I was just like, this is kind of uh, similar, uh, but overall, um, long than I, longer than I expected it to, to be. But overall, I really enjoyed it. I really like the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not special effects, um, visuals. There we go. The visuals were very good. Um, I enjoyed it. Long, but I enjoyed it. Rachel. Yeah, I liked it too um i thought it was really interesting and some of the points that we'll probably get into later i thought were interesting and it definitely was kind of crazy going through all the universes and um was very like visually stimulating but um i liked it overall yeah i agree this movie was very long. This movie was almost two and a half hours long. And I don't know if we needed to be seated for that. And I'm going to be a hundred percent honest with you guys. I fell asleep the first time I watched this movie. And so I, <laughs> I tried to watch this movie last night and I kept dozing in and out. And that last dose, I saw the credits and I was like, Oh shit. Okay. So I rewatched it today and I fell asleep again. So I had to rewind some parts. Um, I want to say I liked it. I did end up seeing the whole thing. I I want I want to say I liked it. It was more out there than I cared for, to be honest. But I like what they were like. I I I like the world building, like how things work, like how the jumping into different universes and bringing in skills from one universe to another. I liked how they established that. Uh, some of the worlds that they go to are kind of weird, you know. Um, I didn't fully understand the end. <laughs> right uh, hot dogs, hot dog fingers for hands. Yes. Um, <laughs> I didn't understand parts of the ending, which I would like to talk to you two about. But um, I felt like it was super well acted. Um, the villain was scary at first, but then by the end, I was like, "What? Just, just, just kill, just kill the." 
just kill the hero. Like, stop toying with them, please. Right. Um, um, one thing I, it felt like, um, they took like all the stuff that they liked. Like whoever wrote this took all the stuff. They was like, hey, what's your favorite movie? And they were like. Ooh, you know what I like? I like Rumble in the Bronx with Jackie Chan. They was like, okay, <laughs> hey you, what movie do you like? And they was like, ooh, I like The Matrix. And they was like, okay. And they just went down the line, and they was like, all right, we better put, like the title says, everything <laughs> into this. And it was like all of these different parts where it's like you get the Matrix stuff, the jumping in and out, the skills. You have the action, like Rumble in the Bronx and everything with Jackie Chan. And it was just like a lot of stuff in there, to where, like you said, when um. You said the villain at the beginning when they were doing like this whole click thing like that and stuff. But then once later on, you're like, oh, it's the daughter, the bagel and everything. You're like, okay, at least then the, not the scariness. Yeah, the scariness of the villain is gone from there. Yeah, yeah. Especially like that first fight with her when she fought those guards and the police officers. I was like, oh my God. It was right. so cool. It it, it it was parts of it were kind of like that fight with Thanos in uh, Avengers Infinity War when he got the reality stone and he was just like fucking mm-hmm. with people. Mm-hmm. Like it's very yeah. similar to that. Yeah. It was like a really cool scene. But as it went on, yeah. I was like, OK, I mean, I like the overall message of like, you know, um, <laughs> as Disney these days, you know, gener- you know, shedding generational trauma. Breaking cycles. Yeah. 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 Well, I thought it was kind of okay that the villain got less scary. Because I remember at one point she was saying she didn't actually want to kill Evelyn. She just wanted them. She just wanted her to experience the same thing as her, which was called worse than death by the husband's other universe person his his his, his variant his, let's, let's do yes, that let's keep it you. keep it in marvel terms <laughs> yes yeah. his variant um so i i kind of thought it tracked um but i could see how it could be like anticlimactic mm. yeah um so help me out with this ending so we let, let's call it our prime universe the universe in which all the stuff went down at the IRS building. Okay. The branching event was um, her punching Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. So, but she kept jumping to that universe where she didn't punch her and they just left. And so when we end the movie, we're in the universe where she did not punch Jamie Lee Curtis. So my question is, did that universe where she did punch Jamie Lee Curtis and all hell broke loose at the IRS, does that universe no longer exist? Oh, I thought that universe was the original universe. No, because that was the branching point to create a new mm. universe. Her punching her and all that stuff happening or her not punching her and they just get in the elevator. Because oh. she kept jumping to it because like, uh, I want to say during that fight scene, that next fight scene with Jamie Lee Curtis, she jumped into the universe briefly where they were talking in the van, and he was like, "Yes, I filed papers." And so oh, that's okay. the universe where none of that happened, and they just got on the elevator and left. And so that's where we kept jumping back to where they act, where you see the party, and she throws the thing in the window, and she gets arrested, and Jamie Lee Curtis is like, "Don't do that," 
Okay. Yeah. I'm on the same page with you now. Um, so I think, I mean, that's the universe that the variant sought her out in. And they were talking about earlier in the movie that um, every time, you know, she's not, she's not good. She's not talented at all the other stuff that she's talented in and the other universes in this one universe. And he was saying that every time she fails in this universe, she like succeeds in a different universe. So I thought that they kind of went back to that one because that to me kind of felt like base or like home universe because she's she's just ordinary and I think that's also like reflective of just that's how life is is you're usually going through the motions and doing these things and um and so that's where they ended up too was just in the ordinary life yeah i i took it as once she punched jamie lee curtis that became a different universe because like she had a she had the universe where she's basically basic and everything past that was a different universe so once she punched um once she punched jamie lee curtis that became a new universe for her because she would never do normally do something like that. So when she so now you have that universe where she punched Jamie Lee Curtis and going down that road, she still had the one where you had, like Rachel said, the base one where she's just basic and does nothing crazy at all, right? Like that. So my question was, does the universe where she punched Jamie Lee Curtis no longer exist, since we don't really see what happens next since the movie oh. didn't end there? Uh, I think it has to exist because that's where, you know, you had the whole, that's where everything, quote unquote, happened at. The fight scene at the end and everything. Right. But, but then, I like, think so, they, they just didn't end it there. But then, like, the bagel, it would have done some stuff, too. So I took it as at the ending, we don't see all these other fractured universes, but they still exist. Okay, I see. Because she fixed the problem. Like, there was a resolution to it. Okay, I I think I get you. Yeah, you have to uh, you have to stay focused on this one. Uh, yes, there's a lot do. of stuff going on, and they go in, in and, and, out, and out. They around. go in and out of different languages and stuff. Yeah, right. yeah. So, but I, one thing I did like, I liked the the jumping part. I liked uh, how it was unique, where you had to do something weird to, in order to get the skills and stuff. Yeah, that caught me off guard at first when he was chewing the chapstick i was like ew what is going on (laughs) also we need to give a shout out to the actor that played the husband because he was a short round in indiana jones and the temple of doom and he was also in the goonies oh i thought that acting was really great you're taking a trivia you're taking you going trivia before we do trivia (laughs) <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, I I'm over here just you know cutting you off at the knees. I apologize. It's nah, just... nah. Go ahead and do it. Nah, go ahead and do it. Yeah, because now nah, for this something like this, we need to give these actors their flowers. We got to give Michelle Evelyn. She's been in the game for a while. She's been you know, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. She was in Super Cop with Jackie Chan. She was um, even she was even a Bond girl. Yes, yeah. and the the Pierce Brosnan one, right? Uh, the Tomorrow, no, the world is not enough, right? Yeah, right. No, not the world is and, not enough. Something else. Oh, tomorrow never dies. I'm sorry. Okay. Those titles are too close together. Yeah. Yes. Well, and then um, the actress who played 
Joy is May in Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Ooh. That's and a show I need to get really on. good. Yes. It's so good. Stephanie. Her name is Stephanie. Who's who? Stephanie. Joy. Joy. Ste- Ste- or Sue? Yeah, that's why I was looking at how to pronounce that. H-S-U. Yeah. I think it's Sue. The husband. What was his name? Um, The one that was in the Goonies. Uh, he sorry. said that... Uh, Oh, go ahead. In the sh- in the movie, his name was Waymond. Waymond, yeah, that's right, Waymond. Um, oh yeah, the actor said that uh, he got out of acting in the uh, movie that wanted to get back to a- acting was Crazy Rich Asians. Right, and that makes sense. Who was in Crazy Rich Asians? Michelle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> she was in Crazy Rich Asians. That's right. I mean. Honestly, and if you remember in the movie where they go back and she's famous, they show her like on the red carpet. If you look in one of the scenes, it's quick. She's on the red carpet for Crazy Rich Asians. It that, says Crazy Rich Asians in the background. No, that's way. funny. That's really cool. That's yeah. funny. So when we talked about uh, Chippendale, and we and I was saying that how it was like there's so much stuff in the background where you have to watch it again because you miss stuff. Yeah, it's the same thing with this too. Yeah, a lot of stuff yes. where like we talked about how there's a lot of correlations to other movies or other um like movies like they're not saying the matrix but a lot of stuff was from the matrix there's a lot of stuff in there that's based off other movies if you so it's like one we have to go back and watch to be like oh okay that's where that's from like them yeah. um where she first uh her when she's in there um and wayman gets locked up in uh but behind the cabinet when she's fighting jamie lee curtis and she grabs the phone or grabs a little headset and then she's in the cubicle and she runs across right when um uh, jamie the curse turns around that is from the matrix yeah Neo. yeah when it went on counter race had to yeah. do that yeah yeah remember when we watched all those fucking movies and they were terrible yes i do <laughs> yes i do but it's weird because like looking at it during that time it was such a yeah it was revolutionary 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 yeah. for that time but watching it now it's like i Right. <laughs> well, towards the end, I started noticing all of this circle imagery, like the small mirrors were circles, the googly eyes were circles, the bagel was a circle, mm. the circle on the receipt was like a giant circle, and it was like echoing through. And I was like, I wonder if I go back and see the movie again, if I'm noticing more circles, which I thought. Probably, um, yeah. Yeah. I thought that kind of went with the whole breaking the cycle. And then they they said a couple other things about circles. Like um, the main actress was quoted or like Evelyn was quoted saying we're all just running around in circles and like by our husband to her. And there were just other circular and cyclical things that like I thought were leading up towards the end. Yeah. What time did what time did this movie take place? I would think now, right? Okay. I was thinking, why is this dude walking around with a fanny pack, man? That's what I was thinking. I was like, is this in the like early nineties? What would this movie take place? I mean, fanny. And packs... I started thinking, wait. I was like, do I need to get a fanny pack? No, those are back now. Like Gen Z rocks that shit hard. Yeah, they're back. Uh-huh. Oh. But also, like he was like, Wayman a... was, was ahead of the game. He's like a middle-aged man. Like 
they not they just gonna do whatever they want to do. <laughs> so if it's convenient to have a fanny pack, then I got a fanny pack. God damn it. And it doesn't have to look cool. Right. That's it, just what they do. It actually won't look cool, but you know. Right. <laughs> Trivia. Um, now, a lot of the a lot of stuff we talked about was already covered in a trivia, so I'll just give you a couple. The writer-director Daniel and Daniel, that's why it's called, it's produced by Daniels, originally attended for Evelyn to be undiagnosed ADHD. Started as an almost insensitive idea, like, what if the main character was so distractible they could trap her into other universes? So, subsequently, as he was doing research on the condition, he discovered that himself had undiagnosed ADHD. Oh, wow. Talk about a movie change in your life. <laughs> right. This movie was originally supposed to be, they wrote it for Jackie Chan. Oh. But then they changed it later on. That would have been a very different mm. movie. And then the last one. Uh, Kiyu Kwan delivers a reference to his Indiana Jones character, Short Round, when yelling at Evelyn to snap out of it. This scene plays out exactly the same way in Indiana Jones and the Tip of the Doom when Indy is under a spell by Molo Ram. Okay. Okay. And, and then a lot of stuff was mainly like, it's a lot of trivia stuff. It's more like, um, like we talked about stuff in the background, like they go in depth about what Rachel was talking about, the circle stuff, what it means. Um, like a lot of stuff in the background. So if you like to know, like say if you want to know before you go watch it a second time, or say if you just want to know the stuff, dive into the trivia for it. They go, it's a lot. And I know before you told me this, Chad, you was like, just give me two or three, nothing crazy. So I was like, all right. <laughs> there was a lot to go through. Okay. I'm glad you don't have like two pages of notes. Like, all right, guys, <laughs> buckle up. I was. I was. A, if you wouldn't have told me that, I would have went through. Because there was a lot of cool stuff in there. Um, but like you said, I mean. People don't need to know all that stuff. If you want to know more, do your own research. I gave you enough information. I gave you a taste. Right. So I know you guys have seen Turning Red, and there's been, like, probably some other, what was it, Encanto? Mm -hmm. That was, like, breaking generational cycles of yep. trauma. How do you think this compares to those? Um, well, those, I feel like, were more palatable. To the general audience um so i and also more people would have seen either one of those compared to this movie that's true um but i, I think you know comparatively um they kind of touched on different things right like accepting your child for well i guess they're all the same thing accepting your child for who they are whether it be not like everybody else in your family or whether it be not like everybody else in your family, or whether it be not like everybody else in your family. So basically, they're all they're all saying the same fucking thing, huh? I mean, I thought it was a little bit different this time. What What did you think, Matt? No, I want to hear what you want to say. What do you mean oh. it was different this time? Because I think in those other movies, and I mean, they're also Disney movies, and I couldn't think of other movies off the top of my head. So it might be different in other movies, too. But I feel like the answer in the Disney movies was to just embrace the child for who they are. And this one went like a step further and was kind of like, you need to let go. So then she's willing to let go. 
and she starts letting go and then she's like but I'll always be here for you and the whole point was that you know Joy was kept coming back for Evelyn because she wanted to find her so then it was like she would have let go for her if that's what she needed to do but what what she really wanted what Joy really wanted was to just come back and be embraced by her mom so I thought it was a little bit different I, I get that yeah I can see that I don't know, I don't know hmm. how you so I don't know because it's like I understand the message of like all these movies where they're like hey like you can't control your children, right? You have to let them be their own person. And I don't get how you properly visually show that in a story because it's not going to be this grand thing of like, okay, you know what? I accept you for who you are now. And this is the status quo because that's not real. Realistically, you can say that to your kid, but like it's going to take time for you to unlearn the harmful things that you have been doing. Right. I mean, that that's kind of my issue with most of these types of movies is like things aren't going to be fixed in that one moment. Right. Like and movies make it seem like we just had that one conversation it. and we are golden now. Right. So I thought this had the potential to like maybe be a little bit different, but that's just my I did like how it was different where she's like, you know, I accept for accept you I accept you for who you are. You know, I'm sorry, and she's like, Fuck you. Yeah. I really like that. I did too. I thought I thought it was a little different than yeah. a little unexpected than the usual like breaking generational cycles that we've seen. Right, because once once she told her dad that that was her girlfriend, normally it'd be like yeah, but then her daughter was like, no, fuck you. And I thought it was going to be like she wanted to tell him that versus her mother because the mother is doing it because it's making her feel better. That right. she knows how she's, she knows what she's been doing to Joy. So I'm going to take charge and be like, hey, my daughter is, has a girlfriend and she's doing that because she wants to do it, not because her daughter is doing it. So when she was like, no and she ran away i was like all right good she's she because it was supposed to be about her daughter her daughter wanted to say it her mother said no so then once blah 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 happened so when she finally does it the mother took charge and did it herself so then it's not about the daughter anymore the evelyn did it because she she wanted to do it right right yeah yeah there was there's like just maybe a little more struggle there than there usually is See, this movie has, I'll say it one more time for the record. This movie has everything in it. <laughs> uh, and all at once. Did you get yes. the breaking into parts, though? Breaking into parts? How they had everything, part oh. one, everywhere, part two, all at once, part three. I didn't, like, when they first, when they did the first one, I was like, oh, okay, cool. But then as they kept doing it, I was like, I don't understand what we're doing here. Yeah, I I thought I, I thought I understood them and then we get to the ending and I'm like, never mind. I don't know <laughs> what the common thread was here. Like I I just thought it was a way to split up the movie, but I 
didn't really know if the title correlated with like that chunk of the title correlated with that specific part of the movie or if they just made mm-hmm. it like that or it could be just a nod to Quentin Tarantino movies. <laughs> maybe. I mean, maybe this had to have everything in it. All the movie stuff. Rachel, as always, great to see you, lady. Um, appreciate you back for your fourth. Um, I guess we'll see you real soon for that fifth. Because, you know, I, I see I see you clawing, clawing for Josh here. So, Josh, <laughs> if you're listening, Rachel's coming for you, brother. I Sorry, am. cousin. <laughs> All right, look, Laurent, and you need to step your game up too. <laughs> but all right, uh, thank you so much for listening. Please rate, like, and review our podcast on your platform of choice. If you have any feedback, please email us at we used to talk pod at gmail.com, like our Facebook page, we used to talk about this at work, and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at we used to talk pod. Come back next week for our Father's Day special where we review a goofy movie. And if the stars align, you might get a bonus episode where Matt is there too. But who knows? And like always, I don't know if this was a good episode. I don't know if it was a bad episode. But whatever you think about it, talk about it at work. Thank you for listening. Are you going to add some Japanese at the end? Hi. Uh, <laughs> Shit. <laughs> what's, a, what's a good, You're what's a good ending? What's a good ending? Hi. Uh, at the uh, Genki Deska Rachel sign. What did you just say? Yeah, I say yes, I understand. How are you doing, Rachel? <laughs> <laughs> That's totally answering the question. All right, oh no, all right, we out. Ah, uh, see, my wife is laughing. That's some good Japanese. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what laughter usually means. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, we out of here. All right, kill skipping there. Ha <laughs> <laughs>